Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Good. We have an excellent slate of stories tonight. We have a plethora of stories to get into. Ooh. Do you know what a plethora is? It means a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, first off, we only have one story related to Disneyland, so we'll uh, get that out of the way. And that is, if you were planning on going for the Oogie Boogie Bash at California Adventure, which we've spoken about uh, on numerous occasions, uh, you know, that is almost sold out. Of the 20 dates they have scheduled, there are only two dates remaining. Uh, October 20th and October 29th are those two nights. Uh, I find that, you know, completely funny that uh, the Oogie Boogie Bash sells out and Mickey's not so very, or not so scary Halloween party it sells out, but it sells out closer to Halloween. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, I wonder if there's uh, less availability. You know, if the park is smaller, they can accommodate maybe less people than they can at the Magic Kingdom. Um, right. I also wonder if they're offering maybe a few less nights. Well, it's 20 versus 31 right. or something like that. And, yeah. you know, we've talked about California's more locals uh, than it is, um, you know, just visitors from right and so it makes more sense if you're a local that's the kind of thing that locals like to go to is those special events so yeah i could see they'd sell out all right so if you wanted to go any of those other nights too bad for you exactly uh so a story i wanted to mention yesterday but uh we got lost in our discussion of food is uh i don't know how many people during her here we go back to hurricane dorian again mm-hmm. uh during hurricane dorian a little six-year-old boy there was uh stories all over facebook about this little six-year-old kid jermaine bell from jacksonville who had been saving up for a trip to walt disney world he was visiting his grandmother in south carolina there were, were a bunch of people evacuating past his grandmother's house so he went and bought with his own money with all of his vacation money he bought a bunch of hamburgers and hot dogs and was serving them to people whoever stopped by mm-hmm. um so disney uh, was actually, he was being interviewed on Good Morning America uh, on Monday morning, and uh, while they were interviewing him, a bus pulled up with Mickey Mouse and some Disney employees, and they treated him to a trip to, to Disney World, which oh, he'll be taking leave that month. So that was, uh, you know, that was kind of nice. Uh, I, I just worry that everyone is now, every time something happens, you're going to hear stories about... Uh, you know, hey, my kid gave up their Disney fun for... Well, good. If it makes more people uh, more willing to give, then... I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, but you don't give to get. You should give to Right, so then it won't matter when they don't get anything. That is true. Um, Also, speaking of Hurricane Dorian, uh, the Disney Cruise Line continues to help in the Bahamas. Um, Each one of their ships, uh, in in addition to the $1 million that they have donated already to uh, the Bahamas, uh, they continue to bring over food, water, uh, and toilet paper. Uh, to Castaway Key for distribution on Abaco and Grand Bahama Islands. So, um, you know, Hurricane Dorian is the slowest and strongest hurricane to ever hit the Bahamas, which is not a combination that you want um, when it's a hurricane because, you know, we saw it just stay there and it pretty much decimated the island. So uh, Disney does continue their their efforts, humanitarian efforts to bring that over. Um, You know, many of the part-time workers who work on Castaway Key do come over on a daily basis uh, from Abaco Island. The people who sell their wares in the gift shops and the hair braiders, uh, those people are all locals. So I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, they were all affected. So Disney Cruise Line just continues to do their part. Yeah, I was looking to see, um, I was wondering, you know, I knew it hadn't affected uh, Castaway uh, Key really. 
And I was wondering how it maybe affected Nassau and like Atlantis, but it looks like it missed them. I think that's amazing that they're not, all oh, these things are not, not that all that far, far apart, apart no. that it like, you know, ripped apart a couple of islands and left others unscathed is uh, kind of amazing. But mm-hmm. yes, if you are taking a Disney cruise, as far as your stops go, nothing um, would be affected as long as, you know, I think for the first like week or two, maybe things were a little, um, right. Cap- know, a little off. But today is the 10th. And Castaway Key is expected to reopen to guests on the 12th, um, provided they've been able to complete the repairs. Uh, some experiences on the island may be unavailable. There's no, they haven't said what what experiences or port adventures those are, but, right. you know, in time it will all, yeah. all be fixed and, and back up and running. So right. that is Disney Cruise Line news. Uh, also, at Disney Cruise Line, they've started uh, transforming for the Halloween on the High Seas cruises. So those decorations are up. It's uh, we had watched a special on TV one time about how they go how they do that, um, and it's it's I, I don't want to say overnight because it's not overnight during the time that people <laughs> it's in like five hours it is in like five hours during the time that people are disembarking um, after they've disembarked and then there's a couple of hours before the new people embark. That's the time. It's really it's like three hours between like nine right. and noon. Um, that they're that they're putting these decorations up, so it's just really in your lobby area. But right, um, but the lobby, you figure you have to be off the ship by nine, and you go through the lobby to get off. It's not right. like there's a separate exit. Then that lobby closes, and the first guests are usually let on about eleven. Yeah, I don't think they were when we were watching the special. They weren't totally done with everything by the time you know. Well, the Halloween tree is is usually up. Yeah, I think they start. I think they start that maybe before guests get off because mm-hmm. I think it's less. It affects it less to have them putting something up while you're leaving than it does to see them putting something up when you're getting on. Like, when you get on, it should be finished. Right. So, anyway, that um, that happened. So, Disney Cruise Line is all set for their Halloween on the High Seas cruises. And those are a really good time. Any of the themed cruises are especially nice. Uh, whether it's, you know, the Mer- Very Merry... I don't know. What do they call them? Very Merry Christmas Time. Is that what they call them? Mm-hmm. Um, or the Halloween cruises. Halloween on the High Seas. I said that one already. Yes. I knew that one. Um, they're just, or if it's, you know, a Star Wars cruise or a Marvel cruise, it is nice to have another layer of um, entertainment and theming. So those are fun. That is true. Now to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Over to Epcot. Yep. Um, I think we mentioned the other day that the uh, character spot had closed along with uh, Club Cool and the Fountain View uh, Cafe. The new character spot is just across the hallway there, so they've just moved the characters over there. And it's actually only Goofy, Mickey, and Minnie. I, I Donald uh, wasn't Donald the fourth character. I don't know who was over there before. Yeah, but they've they've moved them into the breezeway uh, with Baymax and Joy and Sadness. Yeah, I mean there was I had been reading somewhere. Um, where'd it go? That Daisy was going to be at the American Adventure. Um, I don't know. And then Joy will have a spot, but it doesn't say where. And maybe Sadness will join her. And then no word on where Baymax's new location is going to be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's what I read. All right. Who knows how, how reliable Instagram is. Right. Um, the Arendelle Aqua merchandise is officially here, so... If you're on Instagram, you will see it everywhere. There's cupcakes and there's ears. They had a pass holder preview of the Arendelle Aqua items. Really? Yeah. I think that's 
funny and weird. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Over in Hollywood Studios at Galaxy's Edge, the space sporks are gone from Docking Bay 7. What? Yeah, well, I think they were real. Mm-hmm. They were actually like real metal, metal sporks. sporks, and people were stealing them and then putting them on eBay. And it's because of you people that we can't have nice things. It's true, but it also makes me wish I had been there and stolen some because now they're going to be worth all kinds of money. If they kept having them... It wouldn't be worth much money. Right, because everybody would have so it. So Disney has played right into their hands. They have. I'm disappointed with them. Bring back the space sporks. Um, so they've just been replaced with boring old plastic Forks. Oh, maybe not plastic, but boring old forks anyway. Um, in transportation news, uh, some folks had been concerned that with the gondolas um, opening up, that the bus to bus, uh, the park to park buses uh, would be discontinued. And that is not the case. It has been confirmed that the park to park buses will still be running. That is true. Um, so apparently, in the resort guides, uh, to which the Skyliners have already been added, even though they're not opening up until later this month. Um, the resort guide, which has uh, the, the time schedules for how to get to each park, uh, actually shows the graphics for, you know, uh, Skyliner, bus, boat, monorail. Uh, so it, it is showing that you can take a bus from park to park and you can take a, a bus from your resort to whatever parks are serviced by uh, the Skyliners. Right. So right now Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Which all makes sense. I didn't think they were really going to discontinue them because you know, not they, everybody wants to. T- not everybody wants to be suspended thirty feet up in and a not everyone can. Box. I don't think they're going to have enough. There's not enough capacity. I don't think for right. it. And then also, if for you know, for weather reasons, it might not always be running. So what? The minute it starts thunderstorming, they're going to have to pull out a whole bunch of buses. Right. No, they need to have those running anyway. All right. So, um. Oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride vehicles. We're getting maybe a little bit of a look at those. Yeah, and uh, it's not from Orlando, that's for sure. Um, But apparently the ride vehicles are being tested uh, at the manufacturer's testing site. The manufacturer is Vacoma, and they are over in... That is a good question. Where are they? Maybe the Netherlands? Um. You know, we, we saw the design concept for these ri- rides uh, last year, um, but some Dutch roller coaster enthusiasts have uh, taken pictures of the vehicles, uh, which a lot of them have tarps, uh, but there is one where it is untarped, and it does look like it's, you know, it's very much themed like Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. like a Ravager ship. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, for those of you who have not... Uh, remembered or listened to a show where we've described the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Uh, that is what is going in at the old Ellen's Universe of Energy uh, Pavilion. It will be Disney's first reverse launch system, and it is going to be a combination roller coaster dark ride. So kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of the rides at Universal do this now. Gringotts, uh, The Mummy, um and to an extent, Snow White, uh, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train does that because it's a roller coaster. And then you go through the mine where it kind of becomes a dark ride and it goes slow. So, um, What's the reverse part, though? I don't understand what you're, that is. You're, you're launching backwards. You start out backwards. You start out backwards. The cars rotate, oh. much like the cars in Spaceship Earth. Okay. Um, 
that was already announced. So uh, it, it should be a cool ride. You know, it, it's probably going to be another, I don't know, probably 2021 before it's actually debuting. I think it's hysterical that like Disney can't get away with anything. They have these, they have these things over in, you know, wherever it is, the Netherlands or Sweden or wherever they happen to be. And there's, you know, some roller coaster enthusiasts see what's going on and can't wait to post it to the internet. Right. <laughs> so that's funny. It is. Um, and then because we love food, you were very excited by this uh, new cupcake. Yeah, the uh, All Star Sports Re- All Star Music Resort has a brand new cupcake inspired by Sully from Monsters Inc. And it's just uh, you know it's a, a blue cupcake, uh, yellow yellow uh, cake cupcake with blue buttercream, purple buttercream spots, and two chocolate pieces for horns with edible glitter. It just it looks like Sully. Sort of. I mean, it doesn't look like Sully. It just has the same colors as Sully. Right. I just, I like it. I I thought it was very colorful. You just like cupcakes. Well, I do like cupcakes. Um, (laughs) It's colorful and whimsical. Disney cupcakes are something I cannot get on board. No, really? See, I like them. No. I don't like the cake part. It's too... (sighs) The crumb is too close. Okay. Yeah, they don't have... It's not like air... Like, there's no, like, bubbles in it. or Mm -hmm. it, It seems fake. Okay. They remind me of... I don't know, like a hostess cupcake or something. I don't know. All right. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, Disneyland Paris. Oh, Disneyland Paris. Uh, There's some stuff going on over there you were telling me about earlier today. There is. And I, I meant to get to that. But right. uh, I was going to do another story, but that's okay. Oh, sorry. There, there was some stuff I didn't write down. And that's, oh, that's well, my fault. Yeah. Uh, so Paris, a lot of news going on. There was um, a Paris Expo uh, at Disney. Uh, Disneyland Paris, and they have announced a whole bunch of seasons. Uh, so much like Epcot has all of these festivals, uh-huh. uh, Paris seems to be the place for uh, seasons. And if, say they call them you, seasons and right. the festivals there? Right. Uh, there's seasons and festivals. It's a mix of both. Um, they're going to start off their, their Halloween festival season. Now, see, they're a little better than the United States. They celebrate Halloween from the 28th of September to the 3rd of November. Is Halloween an American thing, though? No. It's not? It is not. Where did it start? Go ahead. Why don't you, you look that up? Yeah, I'm going to look that up. You work on it. And that. then they're going to have Disney's Enchanted Christmas from the 9th of November to the 6th of January. Legends of the Force, which is a celebration of Star Wars, will be from January 11th to March 15th. That will run in conjunction with the new Frozen celebration, which will run from January 11th to May 3rd. Uh, that will over- overlap with Marvel's Season of the Superheroes, which will run from March 24th to June 7th. The Lion King and Jungle Festival will run over the summer. And then at the end of the summer, uh, Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel, will be opening up. Um, that used to be the old Hotel New York, but they've just brought a whole bunch of Marvel right. art elements into it, yep. which is very cool. Um you know, their stuff uh, in Paris seems to be a lot uh, more focused. Uh, Halloween um, is being led by Ursula. She is the big villain this year. Uh, the Frozen celebration is going to be a celebration of the movie. There is a new Frozen experience coming there. And I did not know, uh, because I don't really follow the Paris news that much, that they are building an entire Arendelle section in the their Disney Disney Studios park over there. Yeah, I had read that, and I was sad to see uh, that the Aerosmith, uh, I'm sorry, Rock and Roller Coaster Avec Aerosmith, which mm-hmm. is the French name, uh, actually closed on September 1st All in right. the Walt Disney Studios park. 
So it, it's going to be a very busy, busy year in Paris. Yeah, when you look at pictures over there, their their construction walls, it makes it look a lot like Epcot. Yeah, it, it it's and you know same thing with Shanghai. Shanghai's got an entire new sections being built. It's like if you supply Disney with construction walls and movable planters. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like Bob's Barricades know, in Florida. I it's, know. We it's need to get business, in on this. It's the business to be in. Yeah. Uh, so I looked it up, and Halloween did not originate in the Americas. It dates back to an ancient Celtic festival. Pronounced, uh, it's, Sam it's pronounced Sowin. Oh, okay. Um, from 2,000 years ago. Oh, spelled Samhain, but pronounced Sowin. Yeah. Um, in Ireland, the UK, and northern France, I guess it was the night before their New Year, because they celebrated their New Year on November 1st. And that concludes Cheryl's History Minute. Yeah. Um, in other news, Disney Plus has kind of experienced their first series cancellation. <laughs> they haven't even started Two yet. Two months before the... Uh, uh, the service is even available. Um, but I did not know Josh Gad, who is the voice of Olaf, uh-huh. uh, was going to be doing a series with the Muppets. Um, and it was going to be called Muppets Live Another Day or Muppets Live Another Day. I'm not sure because I never heard it pronounced. Right. So it could be either. Right. Um, but it was supposed to be a year after the end of the Muppets Take Manhattan. And it was supposed to be um, it was supposed to be what happens when you reach the end of the rainbow. Uh, Josh Gad had a post on his Instagram page where he explained all of this, and he said it was kind of going to be the Muppets by way of Stranger Things. Uh, It would be six to eight episodes. It would place the Muppets in the middle of the 1980s, and it would subvert and comment on our current love for nostalgia, while at the same time allowing to tell the characters to tell a story that would ultimately lead to an end in present day, revealing some secrets along the way. So, if you remember at the end of The Muppets Take Manhattan, I believe they went off on a journey to uh, find Rolf the dog. Uh-huh. And uh, so, this series by Josh Gad was going to explore that. And they brought in a new director of The Muppets um, for Disney Parks, uh, uh, this guy David Lightbody. Um, and he wanted to take The Muppets in a different direction. Now, the there was a series that has already been announced for Disney+. Plus. Uh, for the Muppets, and that is still under uh, under production, and that's called Muppets Now. That's going to be a variety series of variety shorts. Uh, so, it, kind of like the old Muppet Show, I guess. Songs, right. music, yeah, that's and and that's too. still that's still coming to Disney Plus next year. Not as deep as the original uh, idea there. No, no. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So that's the first Disney Plus series cancellation. Aww, and. Um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about that I did not tell Cheryl about. <laughs> surprise. Is, surprise. Hey, here's some cool news for you. If you're planning on getting married, Disney... Are we, are we planning on getting married? Um, well, now we I, should do that now, someday. No, shh, don't tell everyone. Don't tell the kids. They think we're already married. <laughs> um, if you are thinking of getting married, Disney is actually sh- throwing a Disney fairy tale wedding showcase uh, the weekend of March 13th through Sunday, March 15th. At the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, the cost is $45 per person, and that includes the showcase ballroom admission and the walking venue tour. Uh, The schedule is very short, and I'll go through it now in case we have any people who are engaged or thinking about a Disney wedding. Uh, Friday is the welcome party, which is available at an additional cost with limited uh, availability. Saturday is the wedding showcase and venue tour, uh, as well as a menu tasting which is available at an additional cost, limited availability. And Sunday is a special shopping experience at Disney Springs. Uh, If you sign up for this, you will get special pricing at select Disney resorts. 
um, and registration for this event will open on October 1st, 2019. So if you ever want to have a Disney wedding, uh, you know, or wedding experience, uh, that's the showcase to go to. I just, yeah. I find it funny that it's like, okay, it's $45, but... They're the only, I feel like they're like the only wedding venue that could get away with something like that. Right. You know, charging for each individual thing. Right. Because, you know, who else wants to do that? Exactly. But um, if you didn't, you'd have people who have no interest in that signing up. Just you know, to be it's there. like, oh, it's only $45 and, right. you know, you get snacks and you... <laughs> so I don't know. You want to do it? We should do it. You got 40, you got 90 bucks. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to pay for the additional snacks. Please, we'll put it in, we'll write it off for the show. Right. All right, so that's uh, that's been a bunch of Disney news for today. Find us on Facebook. We're the Disney Drive Time Podcast. And until tomorrow, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you're listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>